0: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and you caught me doing one of the most enjoyable things I do in this crazy, crazy life that I live. That is uh, being in front of this microphone and sharing my experience, strength, and hope with you as we, as it says in Alcoholics Anonymous, as we trudge this road to happy destiny And I have many more happy moments than I ever do sad. And uh, that is quite the turnaround from where I came from prior to walking into the rooms of recovery and crying out for help and was wondering if anyone heard. And boy, did they hear. And because of that, I am here. So being teachable, let's talk about being teachable. It is the prerequisite for learning anything. If I'm not teachable in an overall perspective or, or in a specific area, I wouldn't find it necessary to be taught, right? Anything. It's kind of like... Step one, admitting we were powerless over alcohol or whatever the substance or behavior is and our life had become unmanageable. If we don't admit that, if we don't admit from the the core, the bowels of who we are, almost in crying out in defeat, if we don't admit that, why would we go and do the next 11 steps? Certainly the next nine, which get us to a position of recovery and then steps 10, 11, and 12 as our as our lifetime of maintenance, we wouldn't do it. So if I don't think I need to be taught, why would I be teachable? With that being said, teaching is to teachable, rather, teachable is to learning what air is to breathing, right? If I want to breathe, I got to have air. And if I want to learn, I need to be teachable. Most of us uh, have heard of uh, Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein was one of the greatest minds of all time. Uh, he was literally a genius. His IQ was 160. That put him in the top 99.8 eight, nine percentile of people, certainly 99% and above. Albert has more life quotes than most people combined. And one of his most famous quotes is this, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Have you heard that quote before? Again, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. When we come into recovery, we need to become agreeable to the notion that we don't know anything regarding how to become well. I know that's a bold statement, but if we did we wouldn't have become so sick. If, if it wasn't my thinking, which led to my living, that got me to this place where I call out for help, why, why would I need anyone's help now? I would just think the way I wanna think and, and go on in life. Over the years, I've, I've had numerous teachers counselors, mentors, sponsors, confidants. One of my most favorite and instrumental mentors was a person by the name of Glenn Moffat. Now, Glenn, he passed away back in 2002, and to this day, I still miss him. He was such a dear friend. I met Glenn when Laura and I moved up to Victorville back in 1991. And Glenn at the time was a pastor at Mountain View Baptist Church in Hesperia, California. And we became very, very good friends. And Glenn was just instrumental in so many of the things that he taught me about being a husband. Maybe the most monumental thing Glenn would ever do for me. Laura and I were in that transition where we recognized that our marriage wasn't where we wanted it to be, and we didn't know how to get to the next level. So between Glenn and his wife, Diana, Diana mentored Laura and uh, Glenn mentored me. One of the things that he would ask me more times than I can count, and it was usually we would golf together. And we'd be out on the golf course and he knew I couldn't escape, right? Because he was driving the cart and I loved golf. And so I'd, I'd get about on hole seven or eight where I'm really getting into it, right? And this is actually the title of today's podcast. Glenn would come up to me and he'd put his arm on my shoulder and he'd say, are you teachable? And... As much as I'm so grateful for that question, are you teachable? At the time, I dreaded it because what are you going to do? You're in the middle of the golf course. He was my pastor, someone who was helping me with my marriage, someone whose authority I chose to be under, and now he wants to know if I'm teachable. was a great question because I wasn't always teachable. Teachable simply means capable of being taught. I love the next one. Apt and willing to learn, and finally, favorable to teaching. Capable of being taught, apt and willing to learn, and favorable to teaching. Glenn used to say... If you're not teachable, let's go have lunch. But if you are teachable, let's have a conversation. I'm so glad that I learned how to be teachable. It's really the bedrock of recovery. Steps one, two, and three, I was telling a person the other day, steps one, two, and three are essentially I can't, he can, and I think I'll let him. Or I don't know anything, I can learn something, and I'm willing to give myself over to this power to learn, to be teachable. The, the tenets of recovery on how, I used to be an intake counselor at a social model recovery home up in Victorville, California, called the How House. And simply honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. The, the foundation of being teachable are found in those three things. Without being teachable, I would have missed out on so much practical wisdom and life-changing skills. One of the most challenging things about working with others, and maybe you'll agree, is getting them to set aside the notion that they know anything relevant to recovery. Far too often, and I was an example of this as well, we get a little physical recovery and we think we know what to do moving forward. Going back to the Einstein quote, we still have the same thinking, I'm still... In that mindset, just because I have a little physical sobriety, remember, we we feel a man unthinking who thinks sobriety is enough. Right? Again, that farmer coming out of the storm cellar with his wife, and she's seeing all the devastation, and wondering what they're going to do. And he he his remark is, "Well, ma, I'm glad the wind stopped blowing." Right. So, again, going back to that Einstein quote. We still have the same thinking that got us into the mess in the first place, and yet we think we can solve our addiction problem without setting that thinking aside. That might be the most dangerous thing for any person of recovery to think that we don't need to fully change. Most of the people who relapse, again, me included, were people who thought we could hang on to some of our old ideas, right? And it says that in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We thought we could hold on to our old ideas, and the result was nil, nothing, until we let go absolutely. Once again, if we could have done something about it before crying out for help, we would have. If I could have been teachable, if I could have changed my mindset I would have never gone to the Nevada Treatment Center back in February 19th of 1986. Why would I? I could learn what I needed to learn because I'd be willing to set aside the things that got me into the mess in the first place. I'd become incapable of doing so and maybe you were there uh, as well. Even Even with my years of recovery, it is good for me to remember that I I still have two ears and one mouth for a very significant reason. At least I need to listen and be teachable twice as much as I think I know and I can say. What do you think about that? Do you? I know that sounds a little corny. Of course, we have two ears and one mouth. But we have that for a very specific reason. It is better to listen and make sure we hear than it is to be quick to speak. One more time, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, drawing on the quote by Bill Wilson, co founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. Contempt prior to investigation is a bar against all information and will lead to everlasting ignorance. In other words, I need to say, what I don't know, teach me. We must remain teachable to learn the necessary things to have the life we say we want to have. If I tell you I want to get from point A to point B and I've never done that before, but I know you have. What makes me think that I can get there? Right? (laughs) Do you you ever see the movie, uh, the music man? Incredible, incredible movie with Robert Preston, Shirley Jones, one of the greatest musicals and movies of all time. Anyway, Uh, Robert Preston in this movie was the music man and he would sell band instruments. He'd go into town back in the carpetbagger days and they'd ride trains into towns and be traveling salesmen and great story. And, and so he would sell band uniforms and he would teach these young people after you sold their parents the band uniforms how to use the think system to play the minuet, I think in C or minuet in G or something like that. It was just preposterous that they thought they had the thinking to play this complicated piece with different instruments and they, and they didn't know how to get there. And, and sometimes we think we can do that as well. But we have to remain teachable. We have to say, I don't know. The thinking that I have got me in this mess. And now I need to examine other thinking to solve my problems, to learn how to live a better life. Here are some of the steps that I recommend to test whether or not we are teachable. Again, these will be in the notes. Jonathan will make sure that uh, they're dropped in the notes of the podcast. So whether you go to recoveryguide.org uh, and find your favorite podcast channel or, or um, uh, just you already know with Stitcher or, or um, Apple uh, or Google, Google Play, wherever, wherever you choose, uh, iHeart, um, Spotify, uh, you name it, we're, we're out there. Uh, Again, if you want a full list of the podcast stations that Jonathan has us published to, you can do that at recoveryguide.org. Anyway, here are some of the things that I think uh, we can use to sort of uh, test ourselves, And I'll run through these and then I'll walk back a little bit deeper through them. What is my first reaction when presented with something new? Am I willing to try things based on the counsel of other others I see leading a healthy life? Number three, do I solicit new ideas from people before I am in a challenging situation? Number four, do I share with others what has been given to me? And number five, how willing am I to get out of my comfort zone. What do you think? Let's let's walk back through these and see what applies to you. You know, if you've already done this homework, that's great. This is just a refresher. If you've never done this before, try it. Test yourself. Don't miss out on the opportunity to learn an invaluable life lesson. If I would have never been teachable to Steve... Steve M., or or uh, Eddie P., or Buddy C., or Scott S., or Jack F., or Texas Mike, or Tom Bennett, or Max B., or certainly uh, Slow Will, Will Kessler. If, if I wouldn't have been, and the list goes on and on, if I wouldn't have been teachable to them to... Russian Ted taught me incredible life lessons to the, the therapist I've had along the way. You name it, I've, I've had so much help. I've, I've tried to stay teachable. What is my first reaction when presented with something new? You know, one of the things that Glenn taught me to examine is my pride. Really, my pride. Glenn would tell me if, if I defend myself or I have a negative reaction to someone saying something about me or trying to share with me something, then it's pride. And when we look at uh, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, when it talks about the seven deadly sins... It essentially says it's not by mistake that pride heads the list. Pride will blind me. So it's so important for me, especially if there's something that I'm rejecting right away, I purposely go back and look at it deeper. Because if I'm rejecting the notion outright, it's usually striking a chord against my pride. So what is my first reaction when presented with something new or that might cut against the grain of what I say I believe? That's number one. Number two, am I willing to try things based on the counsel of others I see leading a healthy life? do i am i willing to try you know or do i sort of treat it like a buffet where i say i want to change and i see your life as changing but you tell me what you've done to change and i say well i'll try this and i try that oh i don't want to try that oh i don't want to try that you know it's like a paradigm It's a way of thinking. It's a mental map. Stephen Covey would call an impartial paradigm where I'm leaving something out. Right? How comfortable would you be climbing a ladder that was missing every third rung on the ladder? Number one, we'd really have to stretch And number two, what would it do to the stability of that ladder? So I want to take it all in. I don't want to skip a step. That's that old thinking. Where I got into the problem in the first place. And I'm trying to solve the problem. Number three this will tell you a lot about yourself and your pride. Do I solicit new ideas from people before I am in a challenging situation? In other words, do I know that I need to just look to life and know that I need to learn and be open about certain suggestions or things that i see or places that i want to go or things that i want to become or 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 do i approach things from a from a foxhole religion right only when i'm in hot water will i ask you to how to get out of the pot or if i'm just open to learning and asking and and coming to you and saying, you know what, I, I see this is in your life. I see you've got a great marriage. I see you're handling your recovery well. I've seen so many wonderful things about you. How do you do this? How do you do that? Even if it's not in an area that I want to go in, but I want to get into your thinking and your patterns and and your, and your direction of wellness it says a lot about me. And it'll say a lot about you. Do I share with others what has been given to me? This is really important. Be very careful before you answer this. Do I share with others what has been given to me? The reason that this is important is because now this is about accountability. So if I share with you some of the things that I've learned how to do in being a good husband or good father, being transparent and building relationships, and I tell you, you need to do this or this is a great idea, so-and-so taught me this or shared this with me, I think it would be good for you or a good idea for you to do it. And yet you look at my life and you see in that particular area that I'm a dumpster fire. You're going to think I'm a hypocrite or just being pushy or both or getting up in your business. But if I share with you, hey, I got this great idea on how to be a better husband. Wow, I got this great idea on how to be a, a better listener when I'm working with others. This might work for you because I got this from so-and-so and, and, and I've really employed it and, and adopted it into my life, into my marriage, into my relationships, and my conversations, and it's really gone good for me. And if you look at my life and you say, wow, I was wondering what you were doing different because I I really notice you're doing great in that area of life. Instead of saying, Robert, you can, obviously, that's not advice that you wanted to take. You just want to sound good when you share it. Why don't you practice what you preach and when you're doing it, suggest it to me again. That's a challenge, isn't it? And number five, How willing am I to get out of my comfort zone? In order for me to get comfortable, I had to get uncomfortable. I had to be willing to break with the things that I thought were comfortable. Stephen Covey says that every major scientific breakthrough came from a break with. You had to get uncomfortable. You had to realize things weren't working. How willing am I to get out of that comfort zone? How willing am I to raise my hand and say, you know what? I don't know. I need to I need to to challenge myself. I need to to risk a little in saying I don't know and to to be vulnerable to expose myself to situations or people or circumstances where I can learn from if I'm willing to get a little uncomfortable along the way. I really believe that doing these things will will keep my perspective fresh. So again, we are checking to see what our first reaction is when presented with something new. We have to look at ourselves and to see if if I'm willing to try things based on the counsel of others. I, I obviously see leading a healthy life. Do I solicit new ideas from people before I'm getting in a challenging situation, or is it more like a foxhole religion where, please help me after I've gotten to the situation? Number four, do I share with others what has been given to me? And number five, How willing am I to get out of my comfort zone? You know, as a result of being teachable, I will continue to grow from the inside out. I don't want to be an externally motivated individual. I want the growth to come from me, from the wisdom that I'm given. Every now and then we get a reminder from the outside, but then sometimes that's coercion. And I'm not saying that we can't learn from coercion, but as I mentioned to you in Abraham Maslow hierarchy of needs and in last week's podcast of Meet the Need, you know that that arena of self-actualization is where I want to get to. I want to thank you so much for your time today. I want to thank you so much for you supporting Recovery Guy, this movement we're involved with, We've been doing these podcasts, well, from Becoming Well Now to Recovery Guy. I've had an active website since 2006, and Jonathan Barker has been my friend through it all with Bo Graves and, 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 uh, and others who have been very instrumental in helping me along the way. And now with Recovery Guy, we've been involved in this heavily since 2016, for the last 14 months, 13 months rather, we've done two podcasts per, di- per week. Since January, I've done two blogs per week. If you can support this recovery movement, we would appreciate it because it allows us to do so much more. Please consider going to recoveryguide.org. Pablo has set up a Patreon link where you can contribute monthly. Or you can go directly to patreon.com forward slash recovery guy. Or if you want to give a one-time donation, you can go to Venmo at robert-pardon-3. All funds go to support others in their pursuit of wellness. Thank you again for your participation in everything that you do to make Recovery Guy what it is. Visit me on recovery underscore guy on Instagram. My cell phone number is there. Email me, DM me, message me. Let me know what I can do to help you elevate this life that you live. Remember, we got sick apart, but we get well together. And as always, my name is Robert, and I am the Recovery Guy.